Welcome to the Tear Talk Podcast with author, coach, and speaker, Mashani Allen. Known as the Golden Scribe, Mashani has over two decades of writing experience, and her passion for the craft has given her the opportunity to impart wisdom, affirmation, hope, and confidence into many. Let's listen now as Mashani delves into topics that have impacted her on her Tear Talk journey and helped her discover the power of the pen. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to the Tear Talk podcast. So glad to have you all on today. I have been thinking about this topic that we're going to discuss today for quite some time. And it's been on my mind. It's been a discussion that I've actually been having with different people. And I think that it is something that can really inspire some of you. I know it's an inspiration for me. And I just wanted to share it with you as well. I've been thinking about encouraging people and even myself to dream again. As I look back over the years that we've had with this pandemic, I believe that one thing that it taught us is that you should live the life of your dreams because tomorrow is not promised. It's not promised anyway. But the pandemic really opened up a lot of people's eyes as to what is really important and what is really valuable to the point that there is now a term which is being used called the great resignation. And basically the great resignation is the result of people choosing to pursue different types of careers based on having to work from home for periods of time. It kind of gave people a new lease on life and a new insight into what they really, really want to do. And I've been thinking about how sometimes we can have a dream, we can have a desire, we can have a passion. And it's something that we may have pursued 5, 10, 15, 20, or even maybe 30 years ago. And we feel as though because it didn't happen then, it didn't have the success that we thought it would, that it's something that we should no longer pursue. And I was having a conversation with someone about a week and a half ago about being an author and writing books. And I was sharing with them how the process, because writing a book is like one of the biggest dreams that so many people have. And years ago, it would have been very challenging to become an author. But now the landscape has changed where you can really go through the whole self-publishing process and you could have the levels of success that people who go through publishers have. But it's not even all the time about the financial success It's about the inward accomplishment, which is what a lot of people want to be able to do. They want to be able to say that they're an author. But my point in sharing that is the landscape has changed in that sphere to where it's more accessible. It's it's an easier process. You still have to do work, but it's something that can be attained. 
And with technology advancing the way that it has, a lot of dreams and goals that people had years ago, the landscape has changed. Even I was talking to someone and they were talking about the music industry. Like you don't need agents and different things like that anymore. You can just have a YouTube channel and manage things yourself. So a lot of the dreams that some of you may have had that you felt were no longer an option for you, I really encourage you to reconsider because the landscape has changed. I even think about how, you know, we are quick to put an age. Sometimes we can put an age limit on when we should pursue certain dreams. And there's this I don't know who created this standard where everything in your life (laughs) needs to be accomplished by the age of 25. And you definitely, if you don't accomplish it by the age of 25, you definitely need to have it accomplished by the age of 30. And that is, (laughs) that is not the case for everybody. Now, some people have been able to do whatever that imaginary checklist is that the world or society or somebody done gave all of us. Some people have been able to check everything off of that list before the age of 30, but it's time for us to begin to normalize accomplishing different things later in life and it not being a stigma. Like I ended up texting myself as I was I was, this came about, I was having a conversation with a young lady and she was sharing how a situation where someone is pursuing something later in life. And I told her, we need to normalize dreaming at all ages. Again, we need to normalize dreaming at all ages. And for some of us, it's not even just dreaming, it's dreaming again. I know of two women right now One is about to be 50 and one just turned 50 last year. They are one is in law school and one is in the process of going to law school. And some people would say, you know, why would you why would you do that? Quote unquote, so late in life. And what's interesting in talking to both of them, they are both discovering that the fact that they have lived life, they had careers before this. They have work experience. They have life experience that has actually prepared them better to go into the field than it would have had they come right out of school and done it. It's not to say that one path is better than the other, but it is to say that another path can end up being more beneficial to you because you have lived life. This is why I'm saying dream again. I was having a conversation with a young lady and I was telling her how, you know, everyone's path isn't linear. It's not everyone's path isn't quote unquote straight. Some people's path may seem curvy. It may seem ridiculous, but that's their path. And that doesn't make one better than the other. That just represents they have two different journeys. And for some reason, we are constantly trying to put Everybody in this one box, in this one path, in this one formula, and it, first of all, barely worked for some, and it really don't work for everybody. 
watches. <laughs> and I was telling the young lady, I said, you know, what's interesting is you can, you can be looking at a person's life and everything seems because they have, you know, the financial success career rise. They have what looks like a beautiful marriage and they have the kids. I said, but sometimes when you begin to have conversations with people, you may find out they're in a career that they hate. It was something they never wanted to do. It was never their dream. Just because people are successful, that does not mean that that was their dream. And with this great resignation, a lot of people are dreaming again. They're like, look, I don't even know how much time I have left on this earth. I'm going to start pursuing the things that I want to do that make me happy, that bring me joy, that bring me peace, that satisfy me, that brings me comfort in a unique way. That's why I'm saying dream again. Like the thing about it is when you dream again, sometimes you got to do that dream in silence because Everyone's standard is not the same. Everyone's desire is not the same. Everybody's definition of success is not the same. And some people may feel as though you're going backwards. Some people will feel as though you're making a wrong decision. Some people will just not understand it at all. So if you decide to dream again, you may have to be silent in it. And if you do speak or you do share, share it with people who are dreamers, people who can understand you. Like I know that you've had people who were professional attorneys that have become bakers. <laughs> like it's just, that looks so awkward. That looks so strange, but they found so much satisfaction in baking cookies that law could not fulfill. This is why I'm telling you to dream again. I know of people who have gotten multiple degrees only to find out the dream that they were pursuing was not even their own. It was the dream of a parent. It was a dream of a grandparent. It was a dream or a desire of a relative who couldn't pursue it themselves. So they felt the pressure to pursue it. And it's just like, I'm not, I refuse to carry that burden anymore. It's my life. I want to dream my dream and I want to live my dream. It's interesting as I was preparing for this podcast, I was reminded in elementary school, we used to participate in the Theodore R. Gibson program. And the Theodore Gibson program was actually a competition where we had to memorize poems from African-American authors and we had to present them on stage. So basically it was a competition. And I remember the one poem that I had to do was a poem by Langston Hughes. It's called Harlem. And it's actually a poem in regards to dreams. And the way the poem goes is this. What happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun or fester like a sore and then run? Does it stink like rotten meat or crust and sugar over like a syrupy sweet? Maybe it just sags like a heavy load or does it explode 
That was a poem that I memorized in elementary school. But if you listen to the lyrics, it talks about the different impacts that a dream deferred can bring. It can be something that dries up. It can bring something that festers. It can begin to stink. It can begin to harden. It can begin to sag or it can just explode. I believe that we are in a a time and a space where dreaming again is more accepted now than ever. And I want to encourage you to do just that because I believe that sometimes dreams that we had as children are compasses as far as the desire that God has for our lives. And even though we can end up doing and pursuing other things, sometimes there comes an opportunity where we can revisit that dream or we can revisit that passion or we can pursue that dream again. And I believe that many are being awakened to dream again. And I know that that can be uncomfortable because everybody got bills. (laughs) Everybody has responsibilities And, you know, trying to determine, will you still be able to maintain the lifestyle that you have? Will you still be able to do all the things that you do? How much time in a day do you have to commit to this? I understand all of those questions. I personally have been there and I am there right now. But those questions should not be a hindrance or a deterrent from you moving into something that could change your life forever. I remember when I watched the movie Black Panther, there was a woman, I think she might've been in her eighties. And I think she started pursuing an acting career in her late seventies. So it's just like, you know, we have to, we have to begin to ask ourselves, first of all, who gave us all these time stamps? Who told us that this had to be achieved by this age or that age? Who, who was the one dictating all of that? And we have to be willing to take our lives literally into our own hands. And sometimes the things that we pursue and the things that we begin to move into, we can't broadcast everything, you know, we can't share everything, but we still need to be dreaming and we need to be putting the things in place that line up with the dream. Now, the meaning of a dream is a cherished aspiration, an ambition, or an ideal. And for some people, that cherished aspiration was laughed at, it was mocked, it was demeaned, it was given every word but a positive word when it was shared at one point and one time. And for those reasons, those words became a lock. It's like I can see it. They became a a lock and a chain on that dream. And some have feared going back into it because of how it was received initially when it was expressed to other people. But I encourage you to use your own words and to use your mouth to begin to speak life to that cherished aspiration. 
begin to see it in a fresh way, in a new way, and then begin to guard it as you begin to make steps to help it come alive. Again, I believe that we need to normalize dreaming at all ages and all stages and to know that everyone's dream isn't about money. Everyone's dream isn't about status. Everyone's dream isn't about influence. But I believe that some people's dreams are about changing hearts. Some people's dreams are about bringing joy. Some people's dreams are about filling a void um, on that that they don't even know it will fill on the inside of them. But I encourage you, if you have felt as though your dream has died, your dream is locked, your dream can't be accomplished, I encourage you to look into the sphere and look into the space in which that dream lives and see whether or not the landscape has changed. For some of you, you will be surprised what was once so impossible is now possible because the landscape truly has changed. And for some, your dream, your dream's reality is closer than you even know if you are just willing to look again, to try again, to pursue again, and to really dream the impossible dream but not just dream it, do what you can to help that dream come alive. Help that dream come alive and not feel regret. Because I was I was reading a book and it was talking, it had a chapter about regret and it was a point in the book where they had interviewed a nurse who was a hospice nurse who would be there in the last days of people's lives. And the one thing that a lot of people at the end of their days would talk about was their regrets and how they didn't pursue. One of the things that was their regrets was not pursuing their dream. Another regret was not pursuing love. And another regret was not using their time in a more effective way. Whether that meant spending more time with family, spending more time with their spouse, instead of spending so much time at work. That was one guy's greatest regret for everything that he had accomplished. Externally, he didn't do much internally. So we have an opportunity now. Again, we're still, now we're in the second month of the year, but we are still in the beginning of the year. We still have time to really gauge our focus and to really gauge our pursuits and to really gauge how we'll be using our time in 2022. And the great resignation is real because dreams are not just dreams. For some of us, our dreams are supposed to be our life, but we have to do our part and we have to do the work. Now, when I was looking at 
to talking about this podcast and I looked up the dream that I knew of by Langston Hughes because I I know I got a trophy for it. My parents have it somewhere reciting Harlem by Langston Hughes. I actually found another poem by him that is actually called Dreams. And I want to close out this podcast by sharing it with you as an encouragement and hopefully an unlocking for you. Dreams by Langston Hughes. Hold fast to dreams, for if dreams die, life is a broken winged bird that cannot fly. Hold fast to dreams, for when dreams go, life is a barren field, frozen with snow. Let 2022 be the year that your broken winged bird is healed and fixed and flies away and your barren field is productive and full of harvests that many, many can benefit from. And I pray that you were blessed with this podcast and the next time that a Tear Talk podcast posts that you decide to press play. Thank you for joining the Tear Talk podcast. You can purchase today's featured t-shirt and learn more about Mashani by visiting MashaniAllen.com. Also, check out her exclusive line of custom journals at bit.ly forward slash the golden scribe.